Many of us try, but nobody. We went out today evangelizing in the area. <clears throat> How many of y'all know that when you go out evangelizing, you don't always go to evangelize, but sometimes you go to be evangelized. There's a lot of knowledge out there. A lot of knowledge out there. And God just had us today just run up on nothing but knowledge. We didn't meet nothing but Christians today, good people. Some of them came here afterwards and we sat down and talked for a while. Because the word is passed. Just that quick. See, they don't have to show in the physical all the time. Sometimes they just need to show in the spirit realm. See, because we got people that pray. See, sometimes it's best to have people that you don't know praying. Because they can pray a good, innocent prayer for you. And God, first, God has to lay the groundwork first. See, a lot of times we try to skip over the groundwork. But that's why we keep messing up, those of us that try to skip over the groundwork. See, we don't build nothing until the groundwork is satisfactory to God. Not to ourselves, but to God. And some of the wisdom that we caught today was, first of all, don't get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Then we caught some wisdom that said, when they asked us whether we were denominational or non-denominational, we said we're non-denominational, and the man that been involved with non-denominational Churches, the first thing he said was, don't get discouraged because it's like a revolving door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what he said. He, he, he read our book. How many of y'all know the Holy Ghost will read your book? And when the Holy Ghost reads your book, you, we can't get, you can't get mad because the Holy Ghost reads you. See, we need to just, just accept it. So the Holy Ghost read how to get to the book to give us a word of comfort. And it's true. It's true. It's before God Almighty. I just said tonight, he said, look, don't get discouraged. He said, now, non-denomination, he said, Baptists, they'll stay there and they'll kill each other, but they won't kill you. <laughs> but he said, non-denominational churches, they like, they like revolving doors. And this is what he said. He said, the reason that it's like that, <clears throat> he said, the reason that it's like that is because People come in with their own pet peeves and agendas. And when they see that they can't do it their way and have it their way, they're out the door. That's exactly what he said. I'm just telling you what the Holy Ghost spoke to the man. See, I've been listening. I, I'm not too, too above anything to hear God when God is speaking. So, two things I've caught. Don't get discouraged. Because I've learned how to encourage myself. When nobody else will. I don't look for nobody else to encourage me. I learned how to do that on my own. I don't look for somebody else to do for me what I need to be doing for myself. And the next thing that I've learned to do is to understand the difference between the building and the scaffold. If you're gonna go in world with God, you got to understand that as you go up the ladder spiritually, the higher you go, the less weight you got. 
See, a lot of us try to take weight in places that we don't need to go. We try to go in places higher, not being ready and able within ourselves to cut some things loose. So, you know, Jesus has already told us what we need to do. Now that God has done what he said he was going to do, and he's in the process of rebuilding, now we can get back into the higher knowledge of God. How many of y'all ready for the higher knowledge of God? Let's go back. Let's go back to where we belong. We don't belong in a place where we're putting out fires and stuff. That's not HOD's mission. HOD's mission is to build spiritual houses. That's our job. Every once in a while, we have to do a detour, but we don't get off course. We just fix the road and open the road back up. Now, let's take it back up top. Y'all ready to go back up top? Look at what the word says in Psalms 85, verse 10 through 13. Got an awesome word from God tonight. One of hope, love, care. When you get there, please say amen. amen. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 85, verse 10, that mercy and truth are knit together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. <clears throat> Truth springs out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is what? Good. Good. And our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him and shall set us in the way of whose steps? <laughs> steps of a good man ordered by who? The Lord. That's took this word mercy up here because mercy and truth, they met together. So there's a meeting here of a thing called mercy. But what is mercy? The question is, and the answer is, mercy is kindness toward the wicked thing. Who's the wicked thing? Man. Hello. So God had mercy on the wicked thing. He showed kindness toward him when he gave his only begotten son to that wicked thing. That was mercy. Kindness toward the wicked thing. And when mercy was shown toward man by God giving Jesus his son to him, it caused truth to meet together with the mercy, with the kindness, because Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life in John 14, verse 6. And no man cometh to the Father except through me. Any other way, it's like a thief and a robber, the Bible says. So, when kindness towards the wicked man and truth meets together, 
could be to foster and nourish one as a parent. And that's what the truth does to us. See, it fosters us. Didn't he take us on as children of God? Through Jesus Christ, which is the truth. And the job of the truth is not to hurt you. The job of the truth is not to make you angry. The job of the truth is to foster and nurture you and me as a parent. So when that kindness and that nurturing toward us come together, mercy and truth, it causes a thing called righteousness and peace to kiss one another. That word kiss there means to fasten itself to one another. Now, I looked up that word righteousness, and did you not know that that word righteousness means to have equity and prosperity in your life? That's the word righteousness. You see, when mercy and truth, when kindness toward the wicked man and God sending his truth into your Jesus, it calls us to have a righteous and a peaceful situation in our life, a, a life of prosperity and equity, and that word peace there means wellness, because with his stripes we are here. So a whole lot of things are going on here. Because I want you to understand something here now. Now, 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 now Jesus took off his robe in glory and stepped in to a position of man. You see? And it's ironic that God would make man in his image and in his likeness. But when you read in the book of Philippians, the second chapter, starting at the fifth verse and on down through there, you'll see where Jesus was made in the likeness of a man. You see, God flipped the script in order to get man back because first, man is made in the likeness of God. And in the image of God. But Jesus was made in the likeness of men as a servant. See how he reversed it? So that he could bring make a man back. See, the only way that it could be brought back is when God had to do it. So when mercy and truth, when they meet together, righteousness or prosperity and equity and peace, which is wellness, they join themselves, they kiss. They join themselves together in your life and in my life. Now, I want to show you something here. Why it's so prevalent and so necessary to hear what God is saying. Verse 11 says, when all of this happens, verse 11 says, truth shall do what? Out of what? Out of you and me. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, right? And when he's resurrecting in us, isn't that a spring up? Look what happens when the resurrection in you and when the resurrection in me takes place. Watch the word. Verse 11. Truth shall spring out of the earth and righteousness, now what is righteousness? Prosperity and equity shall look where? From where? Good God Almighty. Watch the word. Watch the revelations of God. God sends his son. Jesus is resurrected. The truth. It springs up, right? When it springs up, the righteousness of heaven looks down. 
the prosperity and equity, the higher we go in the truth, the closer heaven and its prosperity and equity is connected with us in our life. Y'all satisfied, y'all? Now, when the Spirit of the Lord is not resurrected in us, it causes the righteousness of heaven to go the other way. That's why our lives are jacked up those of us who refuse to hear the truth. The word don't lie. The word is the word. If you have any Jesus save me. Y'all see how that thing happens when, when truth springs up out of the earth? It causes the prosperity and equity of heaven, the righteousness of to look down. That's right. Come to you. Now look here. Let's see what God wants to say about this. Malachi 3.10. We all know that. You don't even have to go there. I ain't even going to recite the first part of it. Because we already know what we need to do. And you talk about money, that means to present yourself as a living sacrifice to God, and that means everything. That's the time. Bring it into this storehouse so that you have meat on my table, his table, on his table. Meat for what? So that you can feed us. Okay, now watch this. And he said, if you do that, God said, I want you to prove me. In other words, I want you to test me on this one. He said, if you test me on this, he said, see won't I open you the windows of heaven and pour you out of heaven you won't be able to contain. Well, when truth springs up in you, it causes heaven to open and look at you and come your way. See, it's things in the spirit realm that's trying to get to us, but we don't know the secret. Good God Almighty, I'm telling you now. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Look at the word. Go to Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45, verse 7. When you get there, please, please, please say amen. Because God will show you something. He's already shown you something about being connected with heaven. To be connected with heaven, all, all you got to do is let truth spring up in you. It's just that simple. Is that simple? And it'll draw heaven to you and can't nobody stop it. Don't make no difference. When you got it, you got it. And you all say amen. Don't. It's, you got a whole heaven on your side. All you got to do is let truth spring up. That's all. And all heaven will be on your side. It says righteousness look down from prosperity and equity. Look down from heaven. Where? And wherever truth is springing up. Is it in you springing up? Then it's looking at you. Got you on its mind. And that's something when heaven got you on its mind. <laughs> Look at verse 8. Isaiah chapter 45, 
verse 8. It says, drop down. That word drop down means to grip. Drop down, you heaven. Didn't it say heaven would look righteousness from heaven would look down from heaven? Drop down. That means get lower to me. Come to me. Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies. That word skies there means to divide into small lots. See, see, God will begin the early rain, and then he'll begin the latter rain in your life. You see, that's how that thing goes. See, it says, drop down now, ye heavens, and above, from above, and let the skies pour down what? Prosperity. Somebody say prosperity. Uh, Somebody say equity. equity. In my life. Yeah. All right, that's what I'm talking about because this word here says, drop down ye heaven from above and let the skies pour down righteousness. And let the earth, which is you, open. See, if you ask what I've been trying to tell you, church, you got to receive it. You got to receive it. Take bucket and think you're going to get it. you got to receive it. Look what it says. Let the earth open and let who? Yeah. Ain't but one earth. So it's got to be talking about us and say, let them bring forth what? Salvation. You're looking for somebody to get saved. So the truth can frame up. And heaven can open up the prosperity called righteousness and wellness in your life. That's what God is looking for. Look at it. And let righteousness spring up what? Yeah. With your salvation and with us as a team. God wants us all. I said, God wants us all to be blessed together. In this day. And then he said, I, the Lord, have created it. He, he, he has the audacity to say, this thing that I'm trying to give you is already created. All you got to do is follow the instructions. All right, now. That's all. The, this thing is so simple until a first grader can handle it. But yet it's so deep. Dude. So what you have to do is how to know how to go up top and get crude oil and break it down to the people so you can burn the gasoline in your car. That's the preacher's job. Now everybody in here understands the simplicity of the depth of what God is saying. Okay? Everybody. I, the Lord, have created it. God can't lie. It ain't something that he got to create for you. It's already done. But in order to unlock it, truth got to spring up in you. Now let's go over here to Hosea, verse 2, chapter 19 and 23. Because I ain't even going to verse 9 where it says, Woe unto him that striving uh, with his maker. Because too many of us are doing that. Going against God. Man told me today, Hosea chapter 2, 
Let me find who it is. It's a small book. Hosea chapter 2. It's, it's near Daniel, right after Daniel. Chapter 2, verse, I think it's verse 19 through. I think we're going from 19 through, yeah, 23. It's not going to be long this tonight, but I'm going to give us a word of good from, from the, 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 that the Holy Ghost gave to me and which is now ushering into you. It's like the man said today. Same man that told us. He was counseling us. He didn't know it. But he was evangelizing me good today. And he went on and he said, look here, he said, look, my wife got a job at restoration as a secretary for Pastor Tony Creed. And they were going to a Baptist church. And God hadn't told that man to leave. But he uprooted himself. And he said it was, a, did he say it? He said that was the most miserable life and time of himself. And it took him years to get back on track. But he said it was the most miserable time for him. I didn't ask him for this information. This is the Holy Ghost that's already known that, hey, Dr. Andrew, let not your heart be troubled about the situation. See, 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 we gotta learn how to hear a word of comfort. Because you might be on your job and somebody give it to you. You might be in the hospital and you go there to pray and minister for somebody else and they turn around and minister to you. Because I remember when I had my belly split on from prostate cancer, just had an operation. Man come from home, were hollering and hurting and everything. I'm laid back. Good off film, people coming to, 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 to visit me, and I'm ministering them. They coming to minister to me, but I'm ministering to them. They step in the door, I'm cheating. Because I don't like pain, and I asked God before I went in there, Lord, take that, take that, because I don't like pain. I ain't no pain freak. You like that. So I got some, I don't like pain. If, you got, if I got to have pain, go ahead and take me out. Because me and pain don't get along. Here yet, right now, me and pain don't get along. So I pray to God. And didn't have my pain, get away. They give me that old stuff before I went under the knife and messed me up. They did. Messed me all up. Took years to get straight, and I'm still, uh, I ain't battling no more. I thank God for that, y'all. I'll clap for that. <laughs> but it took about four years of hardcore battling just because I had to choose between life and death. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to take the lesser of two evils. And then sometimes I say, you know, I wish I never had a took it, just went on and died. Then it goes to the men that that old stuff is in it. But praise God. Praise God. See, I'm open. I'm an open book. I mean, you know, people still, I don't you say what you want to. I'm, I'm still doing, God's still blessing me. I'm honest. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Hosea chapter 2, verse 19 through 23. Y'all want to show you something here. Now, remember heaven said that it's going to look your way with righteousness? Well, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. 
Verse 19, Hosea chapter 2, verse 19 says, I will be throat. That word be throat means to marry. I will marry thee unto who? Me forever. Talking about us. Yeah, I will betroth thee, I will marry thee, unto me in what? Prosperity and equity. If I get married to God through Jesus Christ, that means that everything God got, I got. Because I'm getting what? That's my inheritance. No wonder you say when truth sprang up, I gotta look your way. Man. I like that. I don't know about you, but I, I caught that. Because I'm gonna marry you unto me. In righteousness, in judgment, that means I'm gonna do you right. And in loving kindness and in mercy. Because in mercy, I'm gonna show kindness towards you. I know you're wicked. But I love you anyway. I know you're wicked. The Lord looked down from heaven, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, unto the children of men to see if any that went after God and if any understood and didn't know. Absolutely nobody understood. So how are we going to talk about the other if don't nobody understand? If none are righteous, the Bible says, no, not one. See, we got it mixed up, don't we? And you can't tell nobody nothing when they're in that zone. They don't even hear the word. You know what we do for those people? We pray for those because that the world and the church is full of that. That's why that little young girl from their little children was talking to me in that office about the same thing. How to judge them when she ain't been back. But see, our soul don't take no, no joy in those who draw back, see. Uh, we press on toward the saving of the soul. The Bible says here, in verse 20, that, And I will even marry and betroth thee unto me in what? Faithfulness. Faithful is our God. And thou shalt know the who? Lord. And it shall come to pass in that day, when, it's, when we do what's required of us, in the day that we allow truth to spring up inside of us, everything else will fall in place. It's, all, it's like a domino effect. He says here, and it shall, not might, but it shall come to pass in that day. What day? When that day that we allow truth to spring up in us, he said, I will do what? Hear, said the Lord. I will hear what? Heaven's got something to say. Now hold up. If heaven is talking, what's he talking about? He's talking about what he's doing for those who allow truth to spring up within them. Because it's reporting back to Jesus what he's doing. It's reporting back to God. In behalf of us. So it says here that I'm going to hear the heavens 
and they which are the heavens shall hear the what? Us. So as truth springs up, it also springs up with our request. And heaven hears it and deposits our need. Are you with me? And as heaven deposits our need, it reports back to God. Because God said, I'm going to hear from heaven. And heaven's going to hear from us, the earth. And the earth shall hear from the corn, which is the word. And the wine, which is the spirit. And the oil, which is the anointing. And they shall hear who? Jezreel. Look what's all going to be heard. And in the end, they're going to hear. It went all the way from God here in heaven and heaven here in earth and earth here in corn and corn here in wine and wine here in oil and oil. And they're all hearing. And then they're going to turn around and they're going to hear from Jezreel. Jezreel means God scattered. Jezreel is the first son of Goma, which was a whore that Hosea married. Because God told Hosea to marry a whore. To show how Israel had went a whoring against him. The first son that Goma had was Jezreel. Then she had a daughter called Lahua Rama, and then she then, then he had another son that starts with the nail off. So it's all there in that chapter, in the first chapter of Hosea. But the fact of the matter is, is that God is saying, after all this hearing takes place, then God is going to hear. Or it's all going to hear according to this word here, because I want to make sure that it's correct. It says that, and they, which is the heavens, which is the earth, the corn, the wine, the oil, and we all want to say what all that means. All of this is going to hear, huh? In other words, the heavens are going to hear, because everything's going to be reporting back to it. The heavens are going to hear from all places that God has scattered in us. It's all going to jail back together. Y'all got that? Everything that the devil taken from you is going to come back to you. Everything that's been scattered by the authority of God, he says he's going to bring it back. He's going to bring it back. Because heaven is going to hear Jezreel. But Jezreel is going to hear heaven too. And it's going to formulate back into one position with God. Jezreel is another form of Israel. It means God's yeah. And verse 27, 3 says, And I will sow her. Who? Jezreel. 
that which God had scattered, God is going to show her unto me in where? You? All that that God scattered? God's going to bring it under submission and show it back up to him. So what I'm trying to say, church, is that you can't run and you can't hide. That's what I'm trying to say. Now you can do it the hard way or you can do it the easy way. But God's going to give you. If you got to put your own sick bed, he'll do that. He'll let you be miserable. He'll do that thing. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, he'll do it. So it's best to allow truth to spring up out of us so that the prosperity and equity and the wellness of God will come upon us. Then to go against God and cause him to scatter because while you're out there under the umbrella, I'm under the umbrella, ain't gonna tell what happened to you now. You ain't got no one. No, that's too dangerous. That's that, that, that's too, too dangerous, people. Now, come on, man. Hey, you, 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 something ain't right with this. And I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. In other words, God is going to start having some mercy on those who never had mercy before. And there are some things in your life that God had scattered and hadn't had mercy on before. But he said, I'm going to have mercy on God said, I'm going to start looking kindly toward you in kindness. And the reason I'm going to do that is because you've been faithful unto me. He said, I'm going to show you back unto me in faithfulness. And I will say to them that which were not my people, thou art my people. And they shall say, and they shall say thou art my God. That's what God said. That's what he said. <coughs> A couple more verses. Back over here in Psalms 85, verse 12 and verse 13. When you get back over here, please say amen. amen. Always hold your base places where we start out at, because more than likely we'll be coming back to it. Are we there? Amen. Psalms 85, verse 12 says, Yet the Lord shall give that which is what? Does not. James 1.17 says every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, with no turning or variable, or with no, no, no variable or turning of shadows. Every good and perfect gift. He says here, in verse 12, that the Lord is going to give that which is good. And then he says, our land shall yield her increase. That's the Lord saying that. I just got one more verse and then I'm good. Verse 13 says righteousness. Now watch what righteousness does. Righteousness is prosperity and equity in our life. He says it shall go before him and shall set us in the way of his steps. That's what, that, 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 that's what God is doing. See, see, God in our behalf has set prosperity and equity before him as he prepares our steps to walk that way. Now you tell me we don't serve a good God. 
Now, if it's any other place that you would rather be tonight or any other time than in the house of the Lord, we got a problem. With how good and promising this whole place ought to be for. And this whole place would have been for. It's a condition of the heart. See, any kind of heart of heart, then God has to remove the stony hedge so that He can get back where it's supposed to be. This place won't fill up. The world is too powerful for it. But it's got to be filled up with those that can stand, stand the strength and the purity of the truth. It can't be filled up with, well, I'm going to do it my way and we're going to do it this way. It can't be filled up like that. It can only be filled up with the people that can take the strength of the way God wants it done. God said, I done already sent prosperity and equity before me. And then if he wants, it's already up there because the steps of the good man are ordered by me. So if we follow him, we walk in prosperity and equity. May the Lord have a blessing. The preaching of his word. That's all I got to say.